Hello, Thursday Warriors on Wednesday. We haven't figured out that new name yet, so. Welcome to the Toddcast, Toddcasting Live. How about we call them the Wednesday Surfers after the Silver Surfer? Maybe. Maybe. It's it's a tryout. It's a tryout. Maybe. Maybe the... the, uh, the crew out there will give out a better nickname for. How them, about so. this? The Wednesday Wendigos. Well, I like that. I like I that a lot. So, if anyone else has any other thoughts besides oh. Wednesday Wendigos, throw it in the chat. I'm trying to, wait. which oh, for some reason is not even showing up on my thing. Oh wait, there it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're just oh, talking into the void. Like, John. good lord, come on! <laughs> no. This day, man, I tell you, this whole oh. Wednesday thing is crazy. Like, it's weird, like trying to get used to this, but it works. We were so <clears throat> used to Thursdays that you know, right, changing it up, right? All right, guys. Yeah. So, uh, coming up. Well, first off, Pittsburgh Mills is looking for some part-time help for weekends. If anyone is interested, please, please. Send your resume to the store or contact me directly. We'll we'll see what we can do. Um, mostly Saturday, Sundays. That's what we're really looking for. Uh, and and we're also looking for somebody in the warehouse. And the warehouse is in Elwood. So if you're not in Elwood or you're not near Elwood, don't think that we're going to pay you a ton of money to drive an hour to work. That's just not how <laughs> it's going to work. Because uh, it, it's just not like that. The where it's a lot of warehouse work, so it's gonna suck. Uh, not yeah. really. It it actually isn't a lot of warehouse stuff, but it is gonna be cold in the winter. It will be hot in the summer. It is warehouse stuff. Um, but it 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 won't be that bad. I promise. We'll we'll take care. No of it. peeing in bottles like Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah. We have an actual bathroom that works in the <laughs> warehouse, and it is heated in the winter. Like the bathroom is not the warehouse. So, um, but anyway, it'll be it'll be fun. So, uh, what else we got coming up? Oh, we got pre-release weekend this weekend for Wilds of Eldraine. If you're a magic guy, come check that out. Um, then we really don't have a lot going on. Oh, we have a uh, the Geek Flea Market is this weekend at Cranberry. There are like seven or eight people signed up for this thing. So, wow, <laughs> if you want to come and shop random stuff, random nerdy goodness, it's going to be a good I time. I was going to say, what, where was this enthusiasm last one? But now uh, there's only like a handful of us. Well, I think, the, I think the last one is because it was like 105 degrees outside. Yeah. So this one, it's not too bad. But come and check it out. It's all day Sunday from noon to five. Um, it's going to be a good time. I'll be there. I will. Probably buy some stuff myself because that's what I do. So, uh, and after that, though, I don't really think. I, oh, the the mills or the sorry, not the mills. The waterfront has an anniversary sale on the beginning of October. Oh, never mind. We have a lot of stuff. We have two more things. We have karaoke cosplay. Karaoke is next Tuesday. Yes. Come and check that out. The theme is old school. I promise afterwards we're going streaking. Um, <laughs> then 
but there's no promises that. not to get arrested. <laughs> the week after that, uh, that next, that following Wednesday or oh, two Wednesdays, eight days after that, Tom Scioli will be at the waterfront. He's doing a signing for his Stan Lee book. Uh, we have the Jack Kirby books are 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 already there. We can pre you can pre order one if you need to get one. Uh, we'll have it hard cover and soft cover. He's gonna be there from six to eight p.m. Um, pre order your copy now and pick it up in the store and show up between six and eight on the I believe that's the twelfth. Uh, if my memory serves, twelfth or thirteenth, whatever the Wednesday night is from six to eight p.m. I think it's the twelfth. So it's gonna be a good time. All right. So next week we will be busy after the old school because we're heading off to Baltimore. You and bro, me. we have a whole day of work and a podcast. Oh, yeah. In between there, though, like, True. don't True. don't rush yourself out the door. Uh, Come on, man. It's it's prepping. It's getting ready to go. I'm prepping myself here. Uh, what was it? We last week. Um, this is kind of the downer. Celebs here. We had three celebrities slash you know people of note that passed away uh we had bob barker yeah who, who passed away at 99 on the dot yeah that's and crazy i loved seeing the meme someone put out i don't know who started the meme but it's a brilliant one of he got as close to 100 without going over which for you yeah, Price is Right fan, that is spot on. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, we lost two pro wrestlers as well. We lost uh, hardcore legend Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he was seventy nine. Yep. Um, and then the day after, <sighs> this was the shocking one: is we lost. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use his. Uh, wrestling name Bray Wyatt William yeah. Rotunda. That's yeah. his actual name, William Rotunda. It slipped my mind for a sec, but I grabbed it and I got it out there. Who I personally thought was brilliant, very creative dude. I actually came in the mail and I actually got one of his signature characters, the Fiend. Yep. Says, Let me in. Uh, hearts go out to his family. He left. Was it his, I don't know if his wife, partner, but he left four little ones. And that that is heartbreaking. Yeah, that's a bummer. So uh, Also, we lost Arlene Sorkin, the voice of Harley Quinn. So, okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it was it was a rough week last week. Yeah, so. it's been really crazy. <laughs> so, but and she was what, 57? She was relatively no, young. She, she was older than that. I think she was Six, in her sixties. She might have been sixty-seven. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it sucks. So, you know, go out and uh, go out and read something, or watch watch some animated series, or watch some mm-hmm. old wrestling, or play some Prices Right. Or yeah, I was gonna say I I know for a fact WWE. Watch some Billy Madison. Doing that, yeah. Or not Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Happy Price Gilmore. is wrong, bitch. Yep. Like it's my favorite Bob Barker moment. <laughs> Has to be gotta be top top three yeah. at least, you right. know. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's talk about some comics. Comics. Okay. So 
I think this week I set it up where I will go first. Okay. Are we so, doing honorable mentions? Uh, I don't really have it. I mean, I could probably dig something out, but I didn't uh, read anything besides my three this week so far. Well, honorable mention to the Marvel number 1000. I thought that was a very nicely well put together book. Nice. I didn't get this look. I I have it. I haven't read it yet. All right. Boom. My first book. This book is hilarious. Considering Gnort isn't even in here. Like, it is mostly, um, like, pinup covers. Like, swimsuit pinup covers from, from the past. Uh, which it like the first one's like Wonder Woman 780 with a Scott Forbes cover. And then there's a Poison Ivy 13 with a Sweetie Sweeney Boo cover. Um but then it starts as the first mini, which is by the Bendis or yeah, not Bendis. Yeah. No. The hell's her name? Benson, the Benson sisters. Who I've, I've had the pleasure to meet. They are very, very awesome. Um, your wife would love them because they both love Oingo Boingo. There you go. So, uh, so it's a very interesting one where it's like Black Canary, Vixen, Poison Ivy, Batgirl, and Huntress are like on Gotham City Beach. Um, it used to be the Penguin's private beach, but then he, uh, you know, they, they kind of took it back from him. And you see that the Penguin is actually trying to use his henchmen to uh blow up some kind of underground pipeline so of course all the the super heroines uh jump to action um vixen channels a shark um you know they get they get down in the water and the penguin is actually in like a uh like a full body suit like like the almost like a, a unitard type swimwear suit in a bubble with a top hat on, which is hilarious to me. Um, they kind of beat up the guys. Um, there's, there's some really funny moments where, cause like uh, Huntress was a lifeguard, like in the lifeguard booth and she gets down and starts running and there's three dudes in the beach, beach, and they're like, "Dude, dudes, dude," and she and she's in a red, uh, like Baywatch style suit, and oh, she's like, "Shut <laughs> it and run, citizens!" Uh, <laughs> oh my! Oh yeah, th- there were some really like funny bad jokes in here, uh, and then at one point, like they they try to um, like they have the penguin in custody. But he slips out of the suit, and Vixen's like, "Please don't tell me this man is naked." And he jumps, and he's like, he jumps out of the water at them. He's like, "Vixen, Penguin is naked," and he's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> and it's awful. Uh, and then at the end, they uh, like she switches into uh, like Hunter switches into a purple outfit instead of a red suit. Um, and they have saved the day. And then there's some more covers, um, including an awesome Supergirl or Action Comics 10, 1046 art germ one that I loved. Um, there's a really cool Harley one. There's a Nightwing 95 by Nicola Scott. Uh, and I'm like, yep, 
Nightwing still has the best ass in comics. Um, there's uh, two Action Comics 1056 ones by Otto Schmidt. One where Connor's kind of looking at uh, Steel, and the other one where it's the same thing except Kara's blowing sand at Connor for doing so. Uh, some more. There's an actual gatefold centerfold of Babs and uh and Dick in it. Um which is really cool. And there's even like a centerfold story thing like in Playboy, which I mm. thought was a good touch. And it's all about Gnort. Like it's actually about him. Yeah. Uh which is really funny. Um the second story is with Midnighter and Apollo by um, Steve Orlando, <clears throat> and they're uh, you know they they find out that there's a uh, a ship with a distress call, and um, Apollo like they're both sitting on the beach ready to roll, and they're like, all right, well we gotta we gotta get out there because um, like Monsieur Mala Monsieur Mala who is the the ape from the talking ape from Doom Patrol is trying to break into this boat to get the brain who's his lover and uh uh Apollo or Midnighter says never fought a great ape before Apollo says you going first for me and Midnighter goes please Apollo uh I always make sure you go first and I'm like oh man that is such an adult joke in this <laughs> Um, wow because if people don't know they're a couple uh so then it's like this whole thing of like the the talking ape trying to get to the brain and um you know he's just sad because he wants to be by his lover so they compromise and kind of imprison both of them in the ship uh and it works out and then there's just more covers at the end uh there's a cool deathstroke one again these are all covers from the past um so this sounds like very like Marvel did in the nineties with all the female superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. I don't think they actually had a lot of story in those. Like no, these actually no, have those a lot for sure. This had two stories and there's some really good uh cover work. This Batman Superman World's Finest 16 by Babs Tar though is awesome because Bruce Wayne's chest hair makes the bat symbol. <laughs> <clears throat> I was like, that's hilarious. Oh, Babs um, has a unique uh, sense of humor. So right. Works. Yeah. Um, and then there's a there's a Dog Days of Summer, which was last year, art by Francis Manipole, and I love it because Bat Cow's on it. Um and uh yeah, it was pretty much it. Like it was just a lot of fun. It was like a, just a fun summer book one shot to read. Um I give it um a bowl of mixed fruit and Ooh. uh a black cup of coffee and a english muffin with jelly there's Ooh, my that's very my rating summary right that's the theme oh grant's watching what's up grant hello sir 
What do you think of Wednesday Wendigos, Grant? That's what I want to know. Wednesday Wendigos. So, all right. You totally need to make that do a shirt now because I picture it. Dude, Tim will be so mad because he wanted to get Thursday Warriors on a shirt and I told him no. (laughs) So, but you know what we could do with that is the the 181 homage. But instead of, (laughs) you know, uh, Wolverine in the front, we put Wolverine in the back watching as the Wendigo's there in the front. Why not the uh why not the X-Men Wendigo issue? Like that's even better. Oh, that's true. All right. Continuing with one of my most surprising series and probably the most fun I think I've read in a while is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter uh number three. Uh we left off where uh Raph and Chung Li are captured and brought to Bison and Stockman. Uh, Then you see about the next few pages, they kind of fight amongst each other because Stockman's like, I told you not to involve the turtles in this. And Bison's like, you know, I don't care because I'm the man, you know. Uh, Meanwhile, the rest of the Street Fighter and Ninja Turtles follow a bison henchman um all over the place uh as this was going on lee and raf are fighting back uh with their hands like cuff that they're doing some pretty nifty moves throughout this i'm being very broad because i don't want to spoil this because this is a really awesome issue uh finally raf sacrifices himself to let chung lee get away uh, things settle down um, after everything. Uh, the the rest of the group are planning their attack because they know where they are. Uh, Raph is subdued, uh, but things are settling down. And one of the captors that they've been kidnapping, one of the first, according to Bison and Stockman, it gets free and i'm gonna leave leave you guys on a giant cliffhanger because i'm not going to tell you who that is so (laughs) so if you want to find out digitally read it or come into the shop and buy a copy right there you go what's your ranking uh i will give this like a solid two scrambled eggs uh three pieces of bacon it is a solid fun issue i'm nice. not gonna you know it is an above average issue you know i'm enjoying the series period uh and it's just trucking along there's no fluff in it this is a lot of you get something out of every issue so far and it's going by real quick because i think what it's over after this one which is weird as you're only getting a four issue, but oh, weird. I, I think so. I'll have to look it up to see if it's four issues or five issues, but it's it's very, very short. So I'm enjoying this. So all right. Boom, my next book. Ancient Enemies First Responder by Dan DeDio. 
which was interesting because I haven't seen uh, Book Boy Didi in a long time. And Mario nice. Guevara did the art, and it's really good. So, so this, this is book, the Frank Miller Publications, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so this book made me want to wear my Valiant shirt today because this story reminds me a whole lot of Exo Manowar. Like, it's like Exo Manowar meets like I don't even know. Like, it's 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 like Exo Manowar meets Darkhawk kind of vibe right because <laughs> wow. he's not he's not a he's not a, a caveman but yeah. this armor so it starts off like um the the dude wakes up and he's he's basically having like a split personality thing going on and this alien is talking to him and he's trying to get him to understand that he was a human a, a fireman that got attacked by an alien the alien then embedded himself into him and has made him a warrior for 20 years in space. And he hasn't really aged much. Um, so you kind of get his backstory of like why he became a firefighter and all those memories uh, kicking back. Um, and then also you get to see like some of the parts where he was a space warrior, which were cool. Um, the art in this book is just really good. It's very throwback to like, like good 80s 90s art which is what i like about it um in fact it, it almost has like a bit of a like an early image spawn type look to some of the pages um so anyway the 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 one alien convinces him to go back and see his team <clears throat> he goes to the firehouse one of his team the, his old captain's there and he's like, holy crap, you're alive. Holy crap, you have an age. What's going on? This is crazy. Um, so they they have their, their talk. He takes his picture off the wall of fallen heroes. Um, he goes, he, he first tries to go see his wife, uh, who, didn't, who thinks he's dead. And then um, as... He gets distracted by something else. He has to go back, and on his way back, uh, uh, like a, a building's on fire. So he goes down to help out with it. And apparently, in the preview for the next issue, he can make his arms into like different weapons. So it's almost like Warrior a little bit too, uh, like Guy Gardner Warrior. So okay. I really like. I would. I picked up this book like. Okay, it's Frank Miller like presents. Um, you know they they've been kind of hit or miss. Let me see. I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see how this goes. And it actually turned out to be a really good book. Um, so I'm gonna give it uh, a stack of French toast with strawberries, syrup, and an orange juice. So I with powdered sugar as well. Like I really, I really dug it. I, I it was way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, for Frank Miller publishing, it, it it was definitely one of my favorites of them. So, all right. Uh-uh. Ultimate <laughs> Invasion number three. Well, uh, 
Hold on, wait, wait, before you start. So is that regular Sunfire and regular Magic, or is that that version's Sunfire? It is Magic? that version's Sunfire. His costume's not that much different from okay. 6. okay. That's why I was like, what the hell? And it's Magic is pretty much the same. Okay. And, you know. Is that Nightcrawler on the bottom? No, it is not. Who no, is that? that? That is um, Silver Samurai. That is a different oh, Silver Samurai. That's awesome. Yeah, I... they streamline this a lot better. Like okay. Silver Samurai looks badass. Anyway, I do uh, love the uh, bearded Colossus though. That's my favorite part of this cover. Just yeah, so you know. he. We always enjoy Colossus with a beard, not playing <laughs> metal with the rest of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Tim will have a few things to say about that. Uh, anyway, uh, we start out and there's the funeral for Obadiah Stane and uh, Mr. Stark, of course, is talking to his son, Tony, and they're, you know, Tony's trying to figure out what uh, what was said to his father. And his father's like, look, you don't want any part of this. Um, I will figure it out. You know, you stay back. Um, a little bit later, Mr. Stark meets up with several of the heroes from this dimension. Um, you get the uh Hulk there, which actually, I love this Hulk. He is super like it's like if Buddha was jacked and had the power to kick ass. This is what I'm taking from like this version of Hulk, and I kind of want a figure of him. So, okay. Marvel. Um, get on making a figure for him because I'm probably going to buy one. Anyway, uh, you get to meet the Japanese mutants, which uh, you see Sunfire, you see uh, Silver Samurai here, there, uh, and I think you see, I forget who the other one is. I, th I think it's uh, Wolverine's love. I think it's who that is. Uh, they never like specify who she is, but that's my guess. Uh, you get the Russian mutants, which is basically Colossus, Magic, and Omega Red. It's you can tell who's who. Uh, you get to meet. It's not Captain Britain, but Captain France. Like he's in the Captain Britain armor, but he's French because he's okay. I Lord knows it's like, it's an interesting mashup. Uh, you also meet Ra and Kushnu. Okay. There are there are separate entities, but they it's you know it's it's all the powers across the world here gathered. It's like the United Nations of uh this thing. Uh the maker greets them all and they start making plans. And uh Stark is trying to figure everything out. Like he's trying to figure out what's like what are we doing, why are we doing this, and what is your ulterior motive. And the maker's like, good questions all. Here's my plan. And then skips later. Uh, you have another Stark uh, father-son talk. Um, and this one's like, Tony telling his dad, please be careful, you know. And Stark's like, well, careful doesn't win you wars because apparently he's getting fully involved in this. Uh, and then... The maker introduces Stark to Reed Richards, who is in Doom's Mask. 
it's an interesting reveal there. And okay. then the end of the book is a awesome reveal that I'm going to leave on a giant cliffhanger. This is my cliffhanger week, guys. So okay. you're going to have to buy Ultimate Invasion number three to find out who the ultimate person is in this. So this is, is it uh, Hickman is doing this again. I, I don't know how he comes up with these concepts, but I want to peer into this dude's brain and be like, dude, I, I I have an imagination too, but I could never think up some of these wild and crazy things that he's putting out here. But uh, I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this two dippy eggs uh, with sausage legs. Mm. And give me some grits to add to that too. So <laughs> because you're I'm, in a different I'm gonna first, do because you're ultimate, in a different universe where grits yes, don't we're suck. gonna do ultimate, yeah. We're gonna do <laughs> ultimate, ultimate breakfast version of breakfast. How about that? <laughs> it, but it's a solid book. You get you get a lot of context with this. Oh shit. Um for those who have been complaining about Marvel's story sucking. That may have been like last year. So far this year, we are getting some solid writing. The art may not be the most spectacular, but the writing is solid. And you guys are just going to have to, you know, read them and find out, you know. Because <laughs> right. whatever you think of Marvel and Disney, you know, put it out of your mind and just enjoy the stories. That's my best uh advice to you. Yeah, like didn't wasn't it Stan Lee that said something like when somebody said where to start to read something, said pick up a book and read it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's that's where you start. Yep. Speaking of great starts, this book was fucking awesome. <laughs> Like I'm not even kidding. I, first off, I love Sean Murphy. So, yeah. um, so this book is called The Plot Holes, and um, it's a team of people. Okay? okay, so it starts out with the team going and killing all these gray little bug-eyed aliens, and uh, and then coming back to their or going to this other thing and then fighting some aliens and coming back and that's where you really find out that this team so they're all characters from books that every day they get a stack of books that pop into their their hq okay all of these books are either digital prints or regular prints of books but their job is to to edit them so that they don't suck before they get published. So they go into each book, fix the plot holes, and then come out of the book. Wow. And publish the book so it's good. <laughs> so but the one guy, the one guy gets hurt in the initial section where they're trying to land their ship. Um, so something goes something goes wrong and his electricity goes out and it starts jacking up the universe. So they have to get a new member for their team. So the the lady at the top with the gun, her name's Ed for editor, right? Uh, <laughs> so she's the team leader. 
and they go pick up the dude in the skull shirt. His name's Cliff. Cliff is a writer slash artist uh, for comics in his in 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 a book though, right? So this mm-hmm. is where it gets really meta, right? And so while she's interviewing him, she's like, "What is this sword?" And he's like, "I don't know. Like, it's a sword." And she's like, "No, that's not good enough. Like, what is it? Tell me. You're a create comic creator, right?" And he's like, "Okay." And he like starts talking about it, and he uses it to like throw like flames or lightning and shit off the end. And he's like, "Holy shit! What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the the one alien thing comes and tries to attack him. There, they get back to their main base. Uh and they beat the team. So let me make sure I get all these guys right. All right. So the guy on the top of the pile with the orange jacket and the yellow hair. Um, that's Johnny Manga. Johnny Manga is out of a... and it, it, like You get his backstory. It's really hilarious. He's like... It's like Robotech, but they're powered by cars that drift. Oh. Right? Yeah. So it's like yeah. the Fast so and Furious manga. So it's like... It's like, <laughs> it's like every... It's like every manga trope ever put wow. together. It's hilarious. He looks like something out of One Piece. It's like so. That's he looks like good. someone out of like no. He looks more like a mix of like One Piece mixed with uh, Akira. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the girl to the left, where, where she's drawing the sword. Yeah. Um, it's not actually a sword. It's a bow. Um, like yeah. a. Like a like, like Donatello a, bow. No, like a oh. like a violin bow. Like her name is La Razor, and she is a vampire, and she has a bow that the the the, uh, the hairs on the bow are actually like a blade. So huh. right, okay. Um. Then. Uh, Who's the blue tiger guy? That guy's name is Roar, and he is a shapeshifter. Um, and he is a shapeshifter that got kicked out of his tribe for being gay. Oh, um, if I remember right. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Denied knighthood because he's gay. Uh. And then the the little guy on the very bottom in front of him, his name's Kevin. He is uh the description in the this and how he was decided to be drawn was ugly kid Joe meets Calvin. Oh, Calvin and Hobbes. Oh. And he, he looks Joe. like he's eight, but he's actually like 65 years old because he's the oldest literary character because he's from a comic strip, right? Oh. So like so the, this whole thing is just fucking cool, but you you find <laughs> out like you find out like they have to keep publishing the books because if they don't, then it's gonna get to a point where it's uh, like all of them will die. Um, so they have a bunch of books that they have to publish, and like this whole thing is just so good, and it's so Sean Murphy, and it's so awkwardly meta. Um, 
Now, what is uh, the, who's this published under? Is this or his own independent? Yeah, Massive. Uh, this okay. is Massive Publishing, which I think it's a subsidiary of Image. Um, I think, but it might not be. Nope, Massive Publishing. So it's his own, <clears throat> which is just awesome because it's Sean Murphy. So yeah. this gets a full tremendous 12 for me with a black cup of coffee. Like it is full on lumberjack slam. It is awesome. Uh, This is the one book that I will probably be telling everybody to check out. Like if you, if you like literary stuff and if you like things that are like meta jokes and stuff like that, it really is. it, It was hilarious, but also like serious and it's drawn, you know, it's drawn and written by Sean Murphy. So the interior is Sean Murphy um, so if you liked Batman White Knight, you'll like this too. Yeah, it's a similar style. Sad. In fact, Ed kind of looks like uh, old old lady Harley. So <laughs> I was gonna say I could see a little bit of the uh, the yacht, the Bruce Wayne ancestor in the writer there. Yeah, says, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, in Johnny Johnny manga, they keep making fun of him because they're like. You're Asian, like why do you have such big, big, like huge eyes, like all the manga people do? Like oh it's, I was just like, oh my god, this is awful. And like, <laughs> but but it's Kevin who's sixty five saying it, and they're like, you're such an old man. Like they're ma- then they they turn it around and they flip it as an old man joke. Like they're like, wow, you're such a fucking old man. Like it's <laughs> so ridiculously wow. meta. That I love every second of. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna get Mads to buy this because I think I think they'll oh, love sure. it because just just it. for Johnny yeah. Manga, or or they'll find a new uh, cosplay in Johnny Manga. Oh yeah, so, and the 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 descriptions of them in the back, like where they did the character design, it's just amazing. It's oh, just yeah. amazing. You so. can see like the different like contributions throughout comics and this. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. Your last book, which I love this cover, by the way. Oh yeah, this is this is cool. This this weapon of vengeance storyline. <sighs> this is where the Hulk Thor last year. Mm-hmm. This is what this should have been. Mm-hmm. Like quick, fun, and hard hitting, and makes sense. It's it's. I I don't understand how they messed up Hulk and Thor, but they got. Wolverine and Ghost Rider spot on. Crazy. Uh, it starts with a flashback uh, to uh, Bram and his keeper. Um, they're on the run, uh, but they have to quell Bram's uh, demon so he doesn't act up, act out. Um, now he's afraid of it, of course, and he's like, I don't want to do this. this. This feels bad. And she's like, well, we have to, to keep it down. Uh, they go to an old folks home. They pay a inter or a, uh, a worker that uh, they're like, okay, here's an alter, an Alzheimer's patient, no family, you know, just, they're just here. Um, well, Bram kills the, you don't see the killing, but you see, you know, he kills the Alzheimer's patient. It's a seriously messed up start to the book. Uh, it's really good, though, because it, it follows the theme of 
this demon's evil. You got to put a stop to this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, flash forward to current events. Uh, Logan and Johnny are riding on the motorcycle. Uh, by the way, Logan's face is melting due to the flames of hell. And they're showing his, like, his face is like, all oh, messed up. And he's sitting there and he's he's complaining about, it's like, they go from PA to Hell's Backbone, which is where the Weapons Plus program is. So they okay. they traveled across the U.S. in mere seconds. <laughs> and they started and he, in Pennsylvania? They started in Pennsylvania. Okay. And they beelined it. Uh, and Logan even says, like, next time I drive, this is bullshit. <laughs> wow. Typical Logan behavior. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Jeff Bannister is looking into the whole where did Bram come from or the demon that Bram, you know, it came from. But as he does this, he does that uh, weird Keanu Reeves, Constantine thing where all his little buddies die for those who remember the movie. Like they're looking into the thing. So you see the flies coming out of his eyeballs and you hear this dark going, you're looking into the abyss and the darkness and you found it. And he ends up stabbing himself. He ends up dead. He dies in the book. Or this dark haired girl, like we're straight out of uh, dragon uh, girl with the dragon tattoo kicks Mm -hmm. open the door and revives him. uh, And I guess she used to be former FBI and shit. Uh, They're like, okay, let's figure this out together. And she's like, I'll make sure nothing happens to you this time. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Wolverine and Johnny are in the Weapons Plus program. Uh, You see the, I guess the head of the program is kind of a scientist slash uh, saint a uh, satanistic wizard dude he's kind of a bit of both um and they put the helmet on like you see the weapon x helmet on both mm-hmm. of them uh they get knocked out they get put into the what you think is the old um the slabs with the water in them like in, when wolverine was introduced oh, to the right, weapons right, 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 right. but instead of water it's blood uh <laughs> so you're getting like this weird mix of science and magic in this book okay uh they bring bram in who's now a young man and they're like will this you know take care of this will this leap like this torture will let me be and the the minister of course is like yes this will take care of it he puts on the helmet and they transfer the demon into wolverine which is what you get in this you get helverine um is that what they're calling him really that's what they're calling hell that's awesome uh which is you know badass this is i'm gonna have to add this to get my wolverine tattoo on my leg Thanks, Marvel, for adding another Wolverine. I got to get tattooed on me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Do you have a Laura? Do you have a Laura Kinney? Or is it only Logan's? Uh, I will get a Laura Kinney uh, for my stepdaughter. She's getting an old man Logan tattooed on her. Does that mean you're also going to get a honey badger? No. Because I don't because have she, another. Because she's a clone of Laura? Or because yeah, she's... but I don't have anybody else. Like, 
What? Maybe for my niece. Come on. I might get well, that. Well, that's Honey Badger. I would have to get that for my niece, <laughs> but my niece has to know who Honey Badger is. Okay, fair. And she's only five, so she won't know who Honey Badger is for quite some time. I'm sure we can uh, remedy that. I, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but that's like kind of the story ends there. Uh, they're okay. trying to do, they're trying to do the whole Wolverine <laughs> send out Wolverine to hunt for mutants. So this is again kind of the fall of X type, mm-hmm. uh, where it's of course let's kill all the mutants to be racist as, as can be. Um, this was a solid book. It was all action. There was not a lot of filler in this at all. This is pretty much straightforward storytelling. Good deal. Not a lot of you know BS. Like I said, this is what Hulk and Thor should have been. This is I don't understand how they messed that up, but this they got perfect. Uh, I think the next issue is the last issue, if I'm not mistaken. So it's literally on three books, and it's done. So cool. Uh, I give this, uh, I want to say uh, two eggs with some pepper jack for the hell. Um, <laughs> maybe a Bloody Mary to drink. Okay. Wow. You know, we'll, we'll spice okay. it up a little bit. We'll make it a little bit, you know, since it's the hell with Ghost Rider, you might as well go all in, you know? Uh, right. Maybe some uh, spicy Cajun potatoes. Ooh. Like. There we go. How about that? Spicy. All right. Yep. Well, those are the books for this week. Make sure you guys check them out at your local stores, uh, whether it be an NDC or not. Yeah, there um, were a lot of good books, dude. Week. Like I, I think I had eighteen books in my pull this week. Yeah, there was Hold a what, a bunch of Godzillas came out this week. There, there was so much that came out this week. So, my the rest of my pull in no particular order. Doomsday special. Oh, I did get the other two covers for Gnort. So, because <laughs> Power Girl, why not? Uh, Superboy, Man of Tomorrow, I, Ultimate Invasion, <laughs> uh, Miss Marvel, the new uh, uh she's a mutant, that one up. Yeah. Moon Knight Annual, Marvel Age 1000, The Local Man Special, depending on which side you want to look at it, uh, Cap Terra, number one, the new uh, Chip Zdarsky book. Uh, Incredible Hulk 3, because I'm trying to catch up on that. Um, Giant Size X-Men reprint and Arcade Arcade Kings number 4. So, tons of shit. See, I didn't even mention Hulk this one. There were so many good books. It was like... Well, you mentioned them a lot talking about Wolverine, so I think it... (laughs) Yeah. It's true. You're fine. You're fine. All right. Uh, So, uh, now we're going to talk a little spoilery about Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we will let you guys go. Uh, we are trying to keep these to uh, around 55 minutes, uh, mostly because I have to start having another meeting on Wednesday nights every other Wednesday. So, uh, starting next week, so this is going to be fun. It's it's rough being the boss, guys. Being- I got a lot of shit going on, <laughs> and I'm so sorry. So sorry to everybody. Uh, so. I liked the first two episodes. I liked the first part better than the second part. And I think it's because I liked Filoni's directing more than I liked Seth Green's because uh, Filoni did the first one. Seth Green did the second one. 
Um, and I, don't, I can't remember if it was you I talked to that I said, this feels really Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Like, yeah, it you, feels like that video game. That. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because I was playing that game at the time, uh, or if it really was just that much vibing. Yeah. Um, I have to but, say, the first episode fair, felt very Indiana Jones-ish. Okay. With the temple, okay. you know, that, that beginning of... Uh, Raiders there where it's going through and he's finding all the puzzle and you know it, mm. that I loved that was great yeah uh, those it's been two weeks now guys so if you've seen the first two uh we won't spoil the third one because uh, it did just come out yesterday and yeah John I mean, hasn't seen it yet it, yeah so I don't want to say anything so. but uh it's still pretty good um you do see a lot more of the dynamic between Sabim and Ahsoka. Yeah, I was like, I was kind of actually a little bit mad about the dynamic. I was like, man, are they really gonna make Sabine like not like like they kind of like made her a bit too uh aggressive from what I remember from what little bit of rebels I watched. And I was like, I don't know, but by the end of by the end of the second episode, I was like, okay. Okay, we're cool. We're gonna be good. Uh, but yeah. I really liked it. I really thought it was well done. I want to see how they wrap it up because then I'm like, so where was everybody during like episodes four, five, and six? Because this takes place before that. Um, yeah. right? I think you're gonna figure out like the that later on is you're gonna figure out the I know in the third one you see a lot more of the government end of it and it's very you see where it kind of connects with the uh the mandalorian like because this happens around the same time as the mandalorian so no wait sorry this is actually after episode six right yes this is after okay okay skywalker like dismantles okay. the empire. This is right. like ten. It's a ten years after the 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 empire. Right. Right. So, so okay, but yeah, I'm so. I'm very interested to see how this plays out. Um, I really enjoyed what I saw so far. Dave Filoni is very good at what he does. Yeah. And uh, go Pittsburgh. Um, and that's pretty <laughs> much uh pretty much how I feel. Like I get I I would give the first two episodes like a four point two five out of five. Yeah, yeah. I think like, there's, I think some of the the hardcore Star Wars people, from what I've seen on YouTube, they've complete. They're they're very like, oh, they did it again, and it's it's not what it's supposed to be, and it, it it's they're they're gatekeeping hard on this, and I kind of chuckle, and I'm like, you guys are supposed to be an awesome community, but I was like, from what I've seen so far, it's it is a very you guys are whiny. <laughs> you you guys are whiny whiny whiny. It's... I mean, they're they're no different than the comic book community. They're no different than yeah. the sporting community. But they they're lo- no different they lo- than anybody else. I always had the thing of they were like a slightly higher class of nerd. You know? No, no, it's, no, 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 no. Apparently, my my expectations are completely dashed by no. some of these people who are like, I this is. 
this is not the way they looked at Rebels. This is not the way they were, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, remember, Rebels, they were kids. Right. They were kids. This is, these are the adult versions. Of, you don't think crap happened to them down the line that changed them a little bit? Right. You know, I, I, I'd like to point that out as this is years later. Um, things happen. You might want to not judge it. Like, I find I find this so far by far better than the Kenobi series. Um, I thought it was better paced than Kenobi. Yes, it's a better pace. Um, but I don't. Um, I I'm not. I will reserve <laughs> full judgment to the end because Kenobi ended up being very very good. Yeah, so, but I think it was Kenobi was very slow. And at the beginning, him, I definitely yeah, thought yeah. His first what two or three episodes were yeah. You're like, okay, when are we going to get to the good stuff? Because this is starting to get real annoying very quickly. Yeah. This is completely different. This is at least you're getting some emotional baggage and stuff. Yeah, but you're not making it an entire episode. You're making it maybe ten minutes of that episode, and then the rest is. Okay, I gotta, I gotta do this. Right. This is happening. This is happening. This is happening. so it's it's getting in a better pace, and I, I applaud Disney and Filoni for not making the same mistake they did with Kenobi, where right that was the the case there. So yeah. so far so good. Um, wait till you see three. You see a lot of cool things that you never saw in the other. Uh, other uh star wars universe movies cool. or series you see some stuff that you're going to be like oh that's badass i will i will tell you that much guys so go that's and awesome. watch uh, it, uh episode three i did that today as soon as i came home from work and then i took a two-hour nap so i'm surprised <laughs> my brain is still like functioning it's okay. uh but yeah it was solid um I don't know if anything else is coming. Oh, uh, condolences to DC for another really bad movie. Um, what Blue Beetle? Blue Beetle. Oh, it's, it's, I haven't seen it. I, I all my friends who've seen it though said it was really good. But, but you also have to under. But they're like, but they also understand some of Latinx culture. Like yeah. I guess if you have no idea how Latinx culture works when you get in there, it's going to be, you're going to be lost for some of it. Yeah. But they said they did, it did do very good justice to the character. And that's the part. That's a positive, you know, but I think it's. I think people just don't care. I think people are just like, whatever, we're waiting for the, the, the new James Gunn universe to come out. So, or they're just part of the James Gunn universe though. I don't think Is so. Supposed to be it wasn't he involved a little bit in this? I don't think so. I oh. think this was done before he came along. Well, I but thought he had some input on where it was going to go, though. I, I that I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. I was going to go see it last week, uh, and then I ended up having to uh, do a whole bunch of other stuff. I was gonna, oh no, I was going. Uh, I was going to see it last week. Then I do a bunch of other stuff. Uh, that was gonna see it on Monday, and I had to go to Cranberry instead, so which sucked. <laughs> but all right, well, thanks everybody for watching. We will see you next week. Hopefully, sure. Wednesday's workout at least Grant watches on Wednesday. Um, and uh, you know, we'll we'll work it out. I really like Wednesday Wendigos, though. I think I, 
I think I like we, it. we could we could totally make a Wendigo. We we gotta get like Jim Rugg to do a Wendigo, and then Ed Pisker do like a hip hop T shirt that says New Dimensions. He can wear it. What do you think about that collaboration? Not happen. <laughs> no, they would do it for their own podcast. Why would they do it for ours? So. Well, we like them. We promote them. It's, I know, you know, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> like, anyway, all right. <laughs> Catch you guys later. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Keep reading. <laughs>